All right. Well, it's so good to be here. Of course, my wife and children, family uh, would have loved to be here with you. I am with David. David, would you stand? Just wave. And uh, he's here with me. So we've uh, enjoyed uh, this kind of special time with him. Uh, before we get into the message, let's have a word of prayer. And then we'll get right into, right into things here. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we come before you, Lord. I pray that you'd fill me with your spirit. Lord, I pray that you would uh, help me to speak and preach and share exactly what you would have me say. And Lord, I pray that you'd guide my thoughts and my tongues. Lord, I pray that you would uh, allow your Holy Spirit to uh, speak to each one of us, Lord, and would challenge us and encourage us for your work in reaching people around this world. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, really, uh, there in Tanzania, of course, we speak Swahili, and uh, it's so much, I'm so much more comfortable preaching in Swahili. And uh, just to give you a little taste of what that sounds like and break the ice for me, uh, let me start out preaching in Swahili, okay? And I want to hear some amens, and I want the live stream jump off the couch and shout amen. Yamani tukuhapa. Na tunafrai kuwepo pamoja, tunaitaji kuelewa katika neno, kuna mambo mengi ambayo tunatakiwa kujifunza. Tumaini langu. All right, sounds good. I think we're, I think we're uh, touching on something there. Uh, but um, obviously all of our messages, all of my messages, all of our services are done there in Tanzania and Swahili. And so, uh, so many things that Brother Matt shared this morning, what an, what a, uh, an encouragement that was and uh, even down to the hand-holding, uh, there in Tanzania, we have the same, uh, I, I guess we have a lot of Middle Eastern influence there in Tanzania, and so that's one thing that uh, I had to learn to grow to understand as well. I've never had anybody lay their head on my chest, though, not yet. Thankfully, that hasn't happened, but um, um, the Lord has really blessed. Uh, I grew up there in Tanzania. I went when I was 10 years old, and so... <clears throat> Uh, I was blessed to learn the culture as a young person. I was blessed to learn Swahili as a young person, and that was so much easier. And uh, God gave me all the tools. And so when we went back in 2009, the Lord allowed us to get right into the work, right into the ministry. And then 2012, I became the pastor of the Faith Baptist Church there in Morogoro, and God has continued to bless the ministry. And, and we've seen different uh, areas of the ministry grow and then starting churches and uh, that's what pastor has asked me to, to speak on this morning about building a ministry and building men. And uh, if we could stand, open your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2. Uh, 2 Timothy, grab your Bible, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 2. And this is a wonderful verse uh, on the topic that we're looking at this morning, 2 Timothy 2, 2. And uh, this is a very well-known verse, and maybe you've memorized it. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. And this is exactly uh, what we're endeavoring to do there in Tanzania. It's teaching men, teaching uh, uh, young people, uh, teaching men, women, and children to serve the Lord. You can be seated. Um, building a ministry, and uh, that's what really every pastor, every Christian worker. It's building the kingdom of God in a local church setting, uh, reaching others for the gospel, 
And that's what all of us are endeavoring to do. I love how Brother Matt mentioned already, we're doing the same thing there in Tanzania and the Middle East and uh, any one of your missionaries. We're doing the same thing that you're doing here right now, singing different language and preaching the gospel, preaching out of God's word, different, uh, different language, whether it be Swahili or, or whatever language it may be. We're doing the same thing that you all are doing right here and trying to build people, building men, building ministries Obviously, we understand that, that God is the one who's building the church. We're simply tools. We see that Jesus, in Mark 4.10, Jesus did exactly that with his 12 disciples. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the 12 asked him the parable. And that's why we're here today, because Jesus taught those disciples, and then those disciples taught others who could teach others also. And uh, we can't just teach one generation and let it die there. We need to teach them to be able to teach others also. And that's what we're endeavoring to do. And I'd like to look at just uh, some practical things uh, that I've learned and that are in the Bible and that I've been taught. And uh, some things that we use there in Tanzania to try to reach more Tanzanians for the gospel. I am not going to be able to start all the churches that need to be started there in Tanzania. Uh, our, even our ministry is not going to be able to start all the churches. It's Tanzanians reaching Tanzanians, that, the, 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 the concept of multiplication. And that's what God is all about. God is uh, about multiplying believers and multiplying the fish, multiplying uh, the work and the gospel in people's hearts and, and, and letting it spread like wildfire. And so Obviously, I'm speaking uh, uh, today about building men, but of course, this would apply to, uh, to, to children, to uh, women, women reaching women, children reaching children, uh, just getting the gospel out. But uh, we'll be looking specifically, as even this passage uh, speaks, uh, commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. And so what we've done there in Tanzania and what we're continuing to do and what we're endeavoring to teach others to do are these simple truths that we'll look at this morning. Number one, seek out men who have a willingness to work. And uh, there in Tanzania, I'm constantly, whether it's at youth camp, uh, there in the church, new converts, seeking out those who have a heart and a willingness to work. Uh, there's not a whole lot you can do with a lazy Christian. And so if you're a Sunday school teacher, if you are, are, are serving the Lord in some capacity, you're constantly looking for those who have an eagerness, who have a desire to work. And that should be every Christian. We shouldn't be lazy Christians. Uh, we should have a desire to serve the Lord. And you can tell those. Uh, maybe they don't have all the understanding uh, of God's Word. Maybe they don't understand everything, but they have a desire. And they're bringing people to the service. And they're bringing uh, visitors to the services. And they're trying to share what they do know. And uh, it's encouraging others to serve the Lord and not being lazy uh, as they serve the Lord. In Nehemiah 4.6, it says, So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had a mind to work. And so it's seeking out those uh, I'm constantly looking for men and, and looking for young people who have a heart to work. And you can tell, you can see those who, uh, Pastor, what can I do? 
And I'm so encouraged by the team that we have there in Tanzania. They're, the, they're running everything right now. The, the boys' home and our feeding center, the church, obviously all the preaching, uh, our different school ministries, our different outreach ministries, the radio. All of these things are being run by men who have a heart and who have a mind to work and to serve. And just yesterday I was on the phone uh, talking about different things and that we need to care for there in Tanzania. And, and obviously it's hard being this far away and uh, still trying to uh, keep things moving. But if it were not for men, willingness, having a willingness to work, uh, we would not be able to leave the field. And I, I feel for so many missionaries who, who say we'd love to come back to the States for a furlough or go back for a month or two, uh, but we can't. And uh, you pray for your missionaries that they would be able to uh, reach men who, and, and, and women and, and, and young people who have a mind to work, who have a willingness to work. And so we're uh, constantly searching and seeking out those who have that desire to serve the Lord. And that, that needs to be taught. And we, we try to teach our young people, serve the Lord. Uh, have a heart and a desire. Don't be a lazy Christian. And so whether you're here, you're, maybe you're a lay person, uh, don't just, well, I, I'm just a member here. Uh, have a heart and mind to work, to stand behind your pastor. What can I do? Uh, I can set up chairs. I think of there, uh, we have our boys' home, and uh, it's such a blessing. These, uh, the gentleman, Tito, who runs our boys' home, uh, came to me, and there was a need to set up for morning service. And I would go, and I would uh, set up a lot of different things, but they now... I have their team. Uh, we have some boys, young men, and Tito, and actually um, another gentleman that comes early, and they wipe all the benches. Our church building is an open-air building. This, this feels right at home right now. Uh, I'm, used, I'm used to preaching outdoors a lot, and so, uh, but, but we have a lot of dust. Our, uh, the road is right outside our fence, and so dust will come in, so all the benches have to be uh, wiped, and uh, we, we uh, sweep all the walkways and blow them off and get everything ready. Uh, but they come early, early in the morning, and they uh, mop the floors, and they get it all ready. Just a mind to work and a willingness. And they came to me and said, Pastor, listen, we want to do this. We want to. We know there's a need, and we want to work, and we want to prepare. And so whether it's setting up chairs or getting coming early or serving in a different ministry, whether it's a Sunday school class or, or someplace, having a mind to work, having a desire to serve the Lord. And that's what we need in churches. That's what we need there in Tanzania. That's what you need right here in San Leandro. Number two, as we seek to build men, as we seek to build Christians, building a church, because really building a ministry, building a church is just simply building people and uh, focusing on people. Uh, that's what the church is. Uh, a church is not a building. Uh, you know, if, if, if a church were a building, then we wouldn't have much to, to speak of there in Tanzania. I mean, it's pretty, we, but it's very simple. And uh, we've done that on purpose, uh, but also finances, but we've done that on purpose. I can bring any pastor from a village into our church. It's very nice. It's very clean. Keep everything clean and nice, uh, but it's open. Uh, it just we have wooden pillars and uh, poles and uh, tin, tin roof. And uh, we have walls that go up, so we can't see outside, but it's open air. The wind, it's kind of like a tabernacle. But I can bring any village pastor in and, and say, hey, look, this is what we've got. Uh, you don't need a building, a big building to reach people or to start a church. And so, um, but it's building people, 
you're building people, you are building a ministry. You are building God's church and uh, building people, encouraging them. And so number one, uh, we said seeking out men who have a willingness to work. Number two, make sure they have a solid biblical foundation. And so when when you have men who are willing, have a heart and and a willingness to work, uh, you've got to make sure they have a biblical solid foundation. And that's where discipleship comes in. And uh, that's one of our uh, 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 desires there in Tanzania is to disciple Tanzanians. And, and that's Tanzanians discipling Tanzanians. Um, we have a discipleship program, 20 lessons that we encourage every young convert to go through. And uh, if they don't have a foundation, they're not going to stay in the church. They're not going to stay uh, serving the Lord. And they've got to have a biblical foundation. They've got to be able to uh, explain their faith. And uh, why do I believe what I believe? Why, why, why is Jesus Christ uh, alone enough to get me to heaven? Boy, there's so many false doctrines there in Tanzania, whether it's a salvation through baptism or works. Work salvation is huge there in Tanzania. And so it's, it's giving them a biblical foundation. And so as we build people, we build them through discipleship. And uh, getting them, uh, getting converts, even somebody, maybe they, they, they understand salvation, uh, but they, they don't have a biblical foundation. And so as you seek to reach people, make sure that as you win them to Christ, that you take it the next step and you disciple them. And um, uh, we, uh, we have done discipleship in homes. Uh, we do discipleship there every Sunday. We have our lessons, and uh, we have a, a gentleman that runs our discipleship program, and we try to disciple, make sure that they have a biblical foundation. Uh, I think of Tito, uh, really uh, my, one of my right-hand men, and uh, he, he and I, in the very beginning, would go and, and teach discipleship pl- classes in people's homes, and we did that, and uh, he's now able to disciple others, and that's what, that's what it's all about. It's you reaching somebody else, getting them the gospel, and then training them now to be able to reach others also, and uh, as we saw already. Number three, give them areas to serve, and then let them serve, and uh, so it's, it's winning them, they have a willingness to work. They have a desire. They have a zeal. And then it's giving them Bible doctrines and making sure that they understand even the basics. You don't, you don't have to understand the whole Bible to serve the Lord. And uh, you'll never stop learning the Scriptures. You'll never stop learning uh, God's Word. Uh, but it's giving them an area to serve. 1 Peter 4.10 says, As every man hath received the gift, Even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And so it's uh, giving people areas to serve. I remember a gentleman uh, by the name of Mbosa in our church. Uh, We we had some things shake up in our ministry, and I needed somebody that would be able to run our bus ministry. We have uh, a bus ministry, minivans actually, and we... Uh, people pile into those. I, I can't remember the record, but it was over 60 people in one minivan. Again, there in Tanzania, we have no personal bubble either and uh, no social distancing. And uh, even through this trying time of coronavirus, they, the government tried to encourage people to social distance. And they did to an extent. Uh, social distance means you don't sit on top of each other now. You sit right up against each other. And um, uh, but, uh, boy, they packed up, you know, as long as they're getting to church, that's, that's, if they can hang on, 
They can get a foot and a handhold, and they're to church. They're excited, and they're happy about it. Uh, but uh, I needed somebody that would be able to run that. We rent minivans, and we also we have two vans of our own, and I needed, to, needed somebody that was faithful. And I uh, talked to Mbosa, faithful, faithful man in our church. But um, he didn't think he had the ability to lead and to serve in that capacity. And I encouraged him. I said, I believe in you, Mbosa. His name is Johanna Mbosa. And I said, I believe in you. I know you can do this. I'll help you along the way. I'll, I'll tell you what you need to know. I'll train you. Uh, but I believe you can do it. And he's, to this day, he's the one that runs our bus ministry. He, he uh, receives them when they come and, and uh, pays, makes sure every, everybody's paid when we rent those vans and, and uh, serving the Lord. And so uh, encouraging people to find that place to serve the Lord, uh, especially young converts. They come into church. Well, I, I don't, you know, maybe I don't have a church background and I, I, can't, I can't sing in the choir and I can't do this and I can't do, everybody can serve. And so it's, it's, encouraging them and saying, what can you do? What, what, what gift has God given you? Uh, what can you do to serve the Lord? And everybody can do something. Everybody has an ability that God has given them. And so you make sure that they, you encourage them to get that biblical foundation. You disciple them. And uh, that's what we've done there in Tanzania and, and continuing to and encouraging people, discipling them, and then getting them in areas of service and trying to encourage them to serve the Lord. And then number, five, number four, praising and correcting. And uh, as they serve, boy, man, thank you so much for serving the Lord. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you so much for uh, helping us out in that way. Thank you, thank you for what you've done. But also correcting. You have to have both, you, and, and correcting in the sense that, hey, uh, maybe we should try it this way. Maybe this, uh, this as they serve, maybe, maybe we should do this. I think of um, Apollos, who uh, in Acts chapter 18, verse 26, Apollos was zealous. He, was, he could preach boldly. The Bible says, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them, and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And I love how it puts it that way. And so you can encourage others to uh, serve more perfectly. And if it's in your area of leadership, obviously the pastor, or maybe you're the Sunday school teacher, or uh, uh, you're uh, in your area of ministry, and you, uh, you have discipled this person, you've shown them that you love them, and then you come alongside them and you say, hey, maybe we should try it this way. Maybe we could do this, or uh, I think we could do it a little better this way. I think of just uh, maybe uh, two weeks ago, I sat down with one of our bus drivers, and I had heard that he was uh, driving a little crazy. It can be crazy there in Tanzania. Everything's uh, dirt roads, and, and uh, they drive crazy, crazy. Uh, motorcycle drivers, and we have bajajis. I don't know. I think they're called tuk-tuks or something, different places, these little three-wheeled tuk-tuks, okay, um, these little three-wheeled vehicles, um, and uh, they fly everywhere, everywhere. But I had heard that he was driving a little crazy, and I had to pull him to the side in one of our uh, staff meetings. And I said, hey, I heard uh, you're driving a little crazy. We need to remember the testimony of our church, the safety of our vehicles. And uh, after I spoke to him, of course, he knows that I love him. And uh, he said, thank you, Pastor, for reminding me. That was an encouragement to me because I, I, don't, I don't like to correct or reprimand somebody. I know that's my responsibility. The Bible talks about uh, even in preaching, rebuking. And uh, 
but it is my responsibility. And um, I was encouraged by how he took that. And sometimes I think we, well, I'm not going to say anything. We'll just let that go. I'm not going to say anything. Well, they're maybe even teaching or talking or uh, they're, they're, they're maybe going a little different direction. Maybe they're straying a little bit, maybe from their background, maybe the, from a church that they've come from. But we've got to correct those things. We've got to, uh, uh, in love, uh, correct those things. And I love how Aquila and Priscilla, they came up bo- alongside Apollo, Apollos and said, hey, uh, let, let's, let's help you more perfectly. Let's uh, uh, make sure we have things right. And so it's praising. Boy, thank you so much. Not continually correcting. Well, you did it again. Uh, but it's encouraging people. And that's building people. Correction, praise. Try to do more praise than you do correcting. And uh, that's something that doesn't come naturally to me, but I constantly remind myself I need to uh, praise our staff, our church folks, our, uh, the vo- those that volunteer, our ushers, uh, those in the different ministries of our church. Uh, we eat there at the church every Sunday, so we have our Sunday morning service, and then we eat on the property. And uh, every, every week we have uh, beans and rice. And um, we've started something new. We have now Ugali and beans, and ugali is cornmeal. It's kind of like a hard cornmeal. Um, it, it would be similar to, um, oh, I can't think of the name. There's a, 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 a Mexican uh, tamales, the inside of a tamale. That's what it would be similar to, and then they eat that with beans, and so uh, we had, we harvested some corn off of our church properties, and now we're using that in Sunday, but we have ladies who get up at five in the morning every Sunday and uh, they, they do it different different family members, and they get up every uh, Sunday and cook for our church. We'll have 300, 350 uh, services, and so they cook quite a bit and uh, then bring that to church on the church transportation. But I try to brag on these different ministries and encourage them and uh, thank them for their service. And so uh, if you're serving and you, you're endeavoring to build people, you've got to praise them. You've got to encourage them. You've got to tell them, hey, thank you so much for what you do. And, and Pastor exemplified that with the media team and all the work that they are doing. And uh, it's, it's encouraging people, praising them, but also coming alongside them as Aquila and Priscilla did. Number five, being willing to invest time, investing time in people. And uh, there in Tanzania, as Brother Matt mentioned, where he's at there, people love spending just time. Oftentimes here in the States, you go to somebody's house unexpected, and uh, they've, people have schedules and, and work and all of that. There in Tanzania... Um, if I'm able to visit three people in a day, I'm, I'm moving. Um, when I get there, oh, pastor, we didn't know you were coming. Or if they knew I was coming, we've got food. It's, it's, uh, it's being prepared right now. We went and just killed the chicken, or uh, we went and just got things prepared. And, uh, and so you spend time, and you just sit down, and you have some tea, or you have some cassava or some other uh, meal, and they prepare that for you, and you sit and you talk. And uh, you invest time. And if you're wanting to build people, you've got to do it uh, by investing some time and uh, spending time with them. I think of our church staff. We've, we spend a lot of time together. 
And uh, it's not just in meetings or not just uh, 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 in serving the Lord, although uh, we do spend a lot of time serving the Lord, but it's time in prayer together, uh, even working together, physical work. A lot of our uh, big projects for our radio tower uh, the church staff, we came together and we poured the cement for that. Uh, we came and uh, just a couple months ago poured the foundation uh, for our uh, feeding center. We poured the foundation for our uh, radio station. Even Tito, I think of Tito, my uh, I mentioned my right-hand man, uh, we poured the foundation for the church building back in 2012. And uh, spending time working together, sweating together, uh, serving the Lord together, out on visitation and soul winning and the different ministries and our crusades and all of these events, we're building a team. God is building people that can reach others also. And so uh, if you want to build people, you can't do it just by seeing each other on Sunday morning or just seeing them at a service. You've got to spend time together and serve the Lord together. And boy, God knits hearts together by spending time together. And you, you think in your life, if you are serving the Lord, it's because somebody invested time into you, discipling you, encouraging you, teaching you, serving with you, teaching you how to serve, eating together, praying together, serving together, spending time together. And if you want to build people, you want to build a ministry, you've got to spend some time. I, I, as I sat there, many, many things that Brother Matt mentioned are very similar. And uh, my wife and I, we enjoy just spending time alone. We're not big party animals. My brother-in-law is totally different. He loves to party. Rachel called me and said uh, last night that people were down at his house. They were having a bonfire and s'mores till 10, 30, 11 o'clock. That's not our family. <laughs> but we push ourselves to spend time with people because that's how you build people. That's how you build a ministry, by building people and spending time. And so I encourage you, whatever area of ministry that you're serving, whether it's a Sunday school class, you've got to spend time with people. Uh, if it's whatever outreach ministry, you've got to spend time with people. Number six, push them out of their comfort zone. As they serve and as you spend time with them and as you encourage them to be zealous and as you praise and correct and, 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 and mold and encourage people, building people, building men, sometimes you've got to push them out of their comfort zone a little bit. Many times, many times I can think of each one of our men in our ministry where I've pushed them out of their comfort zone just a little bit. Whether it's preaching, opportunities to preach. I remember my dad told me, he said, don't ever turn down an opportunity to preach. He told me this as a young man and uh, many a times I've stood behind pulpits, uh, my knees shaking. But I'm glad my dad pushed me out of my comfort zone. And, uh, and, and that's what we've got to do for, for as we serve the Lord and as we build people. And you, you, you push them a little bit. You, you give them that little bit of nudge and encourage them. You can do this. Obviously, uh, uh, making sure that they are uh, trained and, 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 and uh, you've, you've discipled them. But pushing them out. Hey, go talk to somebody about salvation. Uh, hey, why don't you be a witness uh, to your coworker? Uh, why don't you uh, share the gospel with a friend or a neighbor? 
And that's pushing them a little bit. But I, I don't know all the answers. You don't have to know all the answers. Here's, here's a gospel track you could share with them. or uh, Just pushing them and encouraging them. And that's building them. As you push them a little bit, uh, that's building them. And that's enabling them to serve. And as they are pushed out, uh, just like I mentioned, uh, Mbosa, as I pushed him, he'll testify. And I've heard him testify uh, even now. And he'll say, I remember when pastor pushed me. I told him, I, I, I can't do this. But pastor said, I believe in you, and I can't believe I'm, serving, I'm continuing to serve in this capacity today, serving the Lord. And I'm encouraged by testimonies like that, pushing people. Uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And so encouraging them and reminding them, you can, God can do this through you. It's not about you. And as you encourage others, you remind them, this is not about you, but this is about what God can do through you. Reminding them that God will give us the strength to do it. Number seven, develop a Bible love for one another. Developing a Bible love for one another. As you are building these relationships, as you are building people, as you are building the ministry, a church, you're encouraging God's love for one another in that body of believers. Obviously, God's word is very clear about this in 1 Peter 1, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. Now, that's not a fake love. Unfeigned love, not a fake love. Not, uh, well, love you, brother. That's a true love, a true, uh, a true love. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. If we love one another, we, we aren't going to have bickering. We're not going to have jealousy. We're not going to have uh, uh, a jockeying for position, for prominence. We're simply going to have humble Christians desiring to serve the Lord. Boy, if God gives this one an opportunity and, and uh, a, a platform, praise the Lord. We want to reach more people. It doesn't matter who's, who, who's gonna, uh, who God's going to use for that particular moment. We just want to see the Bible preached. We, we just want to see people saved in our church and in our ministry. And different men in our ministry have had different opportunities and have been blessed in different ways. And I think often how encouraged I am that they do not have a desire, they, they don't have a jockeying for position. Right now, uh, we have four men that are, are doing all the preaching. So there's not one, in, one man in particular. Uh, some, somebody, we have a, 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 um, a schedule, and so somebody will preach maybe Sunday morning, and then the next week they'll preach Sunday evening, and then one will preach in the teen service, and then one will preach Wednesday evening. But not, not once have I ever felt that any of them have been jockeying, well, uh, why don't you just have me preach every Sunday, or uh, why don't I do this, or anything like that, and, and I'm encouraged by that, and, and, and I've tried to teach that, and we need that, just a genuine love for each other, a genuine love for God, and if we're going to see God build a ministry, we need to have men, women, who have a genuine love for one another, have a desire to see uh, God use each one of us, have unfeigned love, not kind of a facade, but true love for one another. At the beginning of this year, 2020, I was encouraged by uh, one of our men. He came to me, said, Pastor, we're so thankful for 
your love for us. We're so thankful for your ministry. And we, my wife and I, want to do something special for you. And we want to just show you a little bit of love. We want to come over to your house or whatever that you need. Uh, one Monday a month, we want to, on our day off, we have Mondays off there at our ministry. And uh, one Monday a month, we want to give time to you and, and serve you in any way that you want. If you want your car cleaned, if you want uh, my wife to come in, do any cooking or cleaning or anything, anything, my wife and I want to set aside time to, to help you and your, your wife. And tears came to my eyes just as I was so encouraged by that love, that reciprocating love. And uh, so often on a mission field as an American, there's the temptation of others to look at you and say, what can you give me? And that's really in any ministry, but especially on a foreign, foreign field. What can you give me? What can I get out of you? What, what? And, and oftentimes it's financially. But boy, what an encouragement it is when God breaks down those walls and they look at how they can give to their fellow Christian, to their pastor, how they can show love. And I want to encourage you this morning, are, do you have a genuine love for others, for your pastor, for your Sunday school teacher, for, uh, uh, for others, for other Christians? Are you seeking, how can I show God's love to somebody within my church? And that's how we're going to see God build his church is by having a genuine love for one another. Number eight, just a few more points, and we just have a few minutes. <clears throat> Instill in them a burden for souls. If you want to see people, a church ministry built, if you want to see people being built, they need to have a true desire to see souls saved, to, to reach others with the gospel. And this is probably one of my biggest burdens uh, for our men, for our ministry, and something that I continually try to encourage them, but we need a heart for souls. So often we can get busy in serving the Lord, uh, in the, the actual physical service, in setting up a tent, in wiring a microphone, in, 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 in wiping the benches, that we, we neglect to see our need, no matter what area of service it is, our need to reach lost souls for Christ. And so I'm, I'm continually burdened that we don't, uh, we don't get too busy with our radio. We don't get too busy with uh, the different daily tasks in our ministry that we forget lost souls, that we forget the need and the, 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 the desire that we need to have to be re reaching people with the gospel one-on-one, -on -one, individually. And so that's something that I continually encourage our staff, our church people, um, witnessing to others, to seek and to save. As Jesus said, he came to this earth to seek and to save that which was lost. And uh, that was his main goal and his main thrust. And as he reached others, as he uh, worked with his disciples, he was training them to reach others also with the gospel. Number nine, encouraging them to be pure and holy. Uh, we need to keep ourselves from the stain of sin. Ephesians 5, 3, but fornication and all uncleanness and or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become a saint. And so uh, encouraging men, 
encouraging them to be clean, their hearts pure. Boy, the filth uh, in this world, and boy, the filth that can be found online, on phones, on anywhere in this world, um, so burdened, even there in Tanzania, the, the immorality, even in churches, continuing to remind our men, boy, we need you to be pure and clean and holy before God. And if God is going to use us, you can't just look nice on the outside. You need to have a pure heart and a clean heart before God, uh, 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 and he'll use us. And then number 10, make sure they know how to pray. Ephesians 6:18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watch thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. James 5:16, the second half of the verse, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And if we're going to see God build a ministry, if we're going to see God build men, we need to teach them how to pray and uh, pray with them, as I mentioned already, but teach them how to pray. Teach them the importance of prayer and, and continually praying. And I, I, something that I try to endeavor to encourage our people, we need to be praying. Without God, uh, we can do nothing. Man, as we leading up to our crusade that happened just uh, a few, well, just about a month ago, boy, the time that we spent in prayer, knowing that we can do nothing, building people. Everybody should be in the business of building people. And we're not trying to build a work. We're not trying to build a name. We're not trying to uh, build fame. We're trying to build people so that we can reach more for the gospel. There in Tanzania, I remind them often, because big ministries and, 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 and name is, is big there, too, in Tanzania. I mean, uh, have you heard of this, this pastor or this person? I said, I'm not trying to build a name for Jerry Wyatt. I'm not trying to uh, build a, a ministry, a, a conglomerate uh, uh, with all these outreaches. We're trying to build people. We're trying to reach people for the gospel of Christ. We're trying to lift Jesus Christ up. That's what we're trying to do. With our crusades, with the radio, with, with whatever ministry God allows us, We're not trying to lift anybody up. We're trying to lift Jesus up. And that should be your goal. That should be my goal as we try to build people, as we build the church of God. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. I believe everybody could be encouraged to do more, to reach more, to do more for Christ, to do more as we serve him. I don't know what area of ministry maybe God has spoken to you about. I don't know uh, what ministry you are involved. If, if you're not involved in doing something, serving the Lord, I'd encourage you. Goodness, talk to pastor. Talk to your Sunday school teacher. Talk to uh, uh, somebody in the church. What can I do to serve the Lord? God has given you gifts. God has given you abilities. Ask him what he would have you to do. Everybody just have a moment of prayer right where you're at. Pastor, if you'll come, I'll turn it over to you. But I know that the Lord is speaking to your heart about building others, about serving the Lord. I don't know what capacity, but I hope you would be surrendered to whatever it is that God has for you.